Podcast, Domino Hess Jones, Bobby. I see it fit, you know, for our first episode, we might as well talk to another cat, a legendary cat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right now we have a <laughs> Don't laugh, you know you are. <laughs> you know you're a legend, Mr. Kitty. Come on. So right now we got the voice of Lionel from the Thundercats, legendary. Oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. Already acting <laughs> up. So we got Larry Kenny on the phone. Mr. Kenny, how you doing? Hello, hello, I'm fine. How are you guys? Wonderful. Doing, good. doing great now that we're talking to you. Yes. Do you do you realize how many childhoods you you shaped? <laughs> how many what? Childhoods. childhoods, childhoods that that you have shaped. Oh well, yes. I get I get so much email and uh, comments on Facebook and things. You know, it's it's a it's a great feeling. It really is uh, to know that uh, you know something that I was a part of means so much to a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very aware of that, and, and it's one of the reasons that I try to be very protective of the Thundercats. Uh, legacy you know i don't i won't do anything that, that, that demeans it or uh, i don't think is you know lionel shouldn't do or something like that mm. so uh th- but thank you for that oh thank you mm-hmm. now um did you ever think that something that you started in 1985 would still be talked about 30 years later oh gosh no i had no idea you know you never know in uh, in show business whether you're making a tv show or uh you know a broadway play or making a movie or whatever, you, you just never know how it's going to be accepted. You hope you hope that everything becomes a hit, you know? Mm. But there was really no way to tell that uh, it was going to be. I mean, if you'd have told, us, told me or any of, any of the people involved, uh, what, 30-some years ago, that in 2018, <laughs> we'll do an interview about Thundercats. <laughs> I would have said, you're, you're, you're out of your mind, you know? Right. But uh, it's, it really is a, a pleasant surprise. Now, when did you realize that the Thundercats were special? It was going to be something this monumental. Well, we knew from the beginning. When I say we, I mean the cast and and the crew and everybody. Uh, we we could tell right away that the that the um, writing was fantastic, you know. And of course, we hadn't seen any of the of the animation yet because uh, with, with animated shows, you, you do the, the voices first mm. and then the animators have to animate to the voices, not the other way around. Mm. So we were, we had done about, um, I guess maybe eight or 10 shows before we ever saw one animated where they played it for us. And, and, uh, of course we thought it was, it, was, it was great. The animation was great. The music was great and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, then all, then all you can do is wait until the ratings start coming in, you know, and uh, we had recorded probably, well, we had recorded 13 episodes before uh, the show ever went on the air. Mm. And um, so then it goes on the air and you, you know, you kind of keep an eye on the ratings and they were going up and up and up and we were really happy. I never realized what, it, how big it was going to be until uh, I think it was probably, the show had been on the air about six months, maybe. It was Christmas time and I was Christmas shopping at Toys R Us. Mm. 
And where I where I noticed that there used to be aisles of um, of other cartoon stuff, you know, like Masters of the Universe and Ninja Turtles and things like that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Toys R Us had three complete aisles of nothing but Thundercat stuff on both sides. Mm-hmm. And that was the day I said, "Oh boy, we got a hit." <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the the voice acting. Um, you started in radio when you were about fifteen, correct? Yes, sir, I did. In high school. Now, was that something that you initially knew that you wanted to get into, or was it just you just trying something new? Actually, I was. Um, I had been doing a uh, a radio show at my, my high school for a year. Hmm. Um, well, my, my uh, I guess it was my junior year of high school. Well, let me put it this way. I was taking a radio class, which, which our school, our high school had a radio class, and I took that as an elective instead of, I don't know, probably metal shop or something. Mm. And uh, and we did a 10-minute radio show every day from the school for lunch hour. Mm. And I, I enjoyed doing that. But but um, previous to that, I had been a, a newspaper reporter, a sports reporter for uh, our local town newspaper, okay. covering, covering high school football games, basketball games, things like that. And I... And after doing that a while, I really thought that's what I was gonna I was gonna make make a career out of because mm. I really liked the the sports writing thing. I, I really liked getting up in the morning and getting the paper and seeing my name, you know, and mm. <laughs> on the byline. Uh, but but then I got the chance to do um, after I'd been doing the radio show for um, at school, I mean, for um, a few months. Uh, some guy came to our school looking for. Somebody to do a show at the big the big radio station across the river in Peoria, hmm. and so I went up and auditioned for it and got that job. And that's and that day when I went on the air, I, for some reason I knew right the first minute I was on the air this is what I wanted to do, change my plans. Now, the things with the with the voice impersonations that you do was that always something mm. that you did as a kid, or did you develop that over time? Yeah, I was I was one of those. Um, class clowns you know mm. and i was always getting in trouble for school at school for talking too much and and uh well let's just say i wish i had a nickel for every uh, teacher or school principal or law enforcement official or other <laughs> other uh, authority figures who said to me over the years you know larry uh, I hope when you grow up, you find a way to make a living with your little jokes and funny voices. <laughs> if they only knew, right? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Gotcha. <laughs> now, um, during your radio stint, you you were working with uh, Don Imus, correct? Yeah, I was with Don Imus for uh, 30, 35 years. Jeez. Wow. Now, yeah. now, how does the uh, the opportunity to to uh, be on Thundercats come about? Well, like everything else uh, in the voiceover business, uh, you get you get the job by auditioning. Mm. And um, one day my agent called and said, uh, maybe it might have been a Friday, let's say, and he called and said, next Monday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you go to this place. They're doing a new animated cartoon series. Mm. And um, um, so I went there at 2 o'clock on the next Monday, and like everybody else, and auditioned. You know, they were, I think the audition probably – uh, hundreds of people for all the characters in New York, LA, and Chicago. Mm. And um, I was fortunate that they they, they liked me and um, decided to use me for Lion O and Jackal Man and lots of other voices. 
So, so you originally tried out for Lionel and Jackalman. You just got both. They just, hey, we want you for everything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they, uh, when we got to the audition, um, they had all the walls covered with, um, with uh, drawings. You know what the characters were going to look like, mm. and they gave us a, like a one-page synopsis of what the show was about. You know, and what the characters were like, and all of that. Mm. And then when it was my turn to go into the booth, they said, um, okay, which, which two do you want to audition for? And I said, well, I'll, I might as well do Lion-O, because he's the lord of the Thundercats, you know. Might as well be him. <laughs> and um, they said, okay, and now pick one mutant that you want to do the voice of. And I picked Jackalman, I guess because I liked the drawing of him. Mm. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And... Um, so those are the two that uh, I, I read for and uh, fortunately got both of those. Plus, of course, uh, as time went on, all of us in the cast, there were only five of us, five or six of us in the cast. Mm. We ended up ended up doing 130 episodes of the show. So we each did probably hundreds of voices during that, that time, you know. Wow. Now, how do you work that out when Jackal Man and Lionel has a scene together? Like, how do you switch back and forth between each voice <laughs> just so effortlessly? Well, that, that's a good question. Uh, different actors like to do it different ways. Some actors like to read um, all of one character's lines on a page and then all the other characters' mm -hmm. lines on a page. I don't know why, but I just always prefer doing it... Uh, uh, I, you might as well, in real time, I, I call it in real time. Mm. In other words, if if I had if Lionel was arguing with Jackalman, I would do do the Lionel and then Jackalman. I, I mean, I would do them the way they're written on the page. You know, for example, uh, Jackalman might say, um, "We're going to get you, Lionel." <laughs> oh no, you're not, yes. Jackalman. Yes, we will. <laughs> and it's. Um, other people thought I was nuts, but I like doing it that way. <laughs> I just want you to know that three of us turned to five year olds just now. Yes, man. I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta say that. I gotta say that. I'm getting so much nostalgia. Now, yes. I'm, I'm about to have a tear coming out my eye because <laughs> I'm looking at your picture on the on the um on the Skype, and it, you look exactly like Lionel. So, <laughs> oh, really? so yes. So I'm getting so much nostalgia. Like I used to listen to you when um, I was like four years old in a crib, and my mother used to try to put me to sleep by putting a a, a blanket over the over the crib. <laughs> so to hear your voice, it's kind of it's kind of messing with me. Yeah, it's oh, kind of messing with me. Take you back to something traumatic. Yes, man. <laughs> no, it's not traumatic. It's just it like I remember comforting. I remember when I used to look at the TV late night. Watching Thundercats yeah. in the crib with a blanket over it—it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Now, um, before you got online, we, we was talking about you know Black Panther had just come out, and you know all, all these other comic book movies that are coming out. Do you keep up with everything that's going on within the movie realm or like the comic book realm? Well, probably not as much as as you and other younger people do, you know. But but I uh, I keep up with it. I haven't seen Black Panther yet. I think it just open friday didn't it yes yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. yeah i hear it's fantastic i'm uh, and i'll see it soon um but i don't keep up that much with television things you know i just don't watch that much tv um but and i don't go see i don't go see every animated movie that comes out, film that comes out either you know mm -hmm. uh but um yeah i'm aware of most most of the things that are on now okay now um the voice for lionel how did you construct that voice because like 
I'm, I'm hearing you talking right now. It sounds like you You're just right like right a little now. more dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. was... Exactly. Exactly. Okay. You you hit it exactly on the head. Lionel is my voice, the way I the way I talk, and but it's more dramatic. Mm. Um, for example, sitting here talking to you, I wouldn't say I would just say something like, uh, "Sort of omens come to my hand." Uh, I Lionel commanded, but of course it comes out on on TV. Sort of omens come to my hand. I Lionel commanded. That is so amazing. Bugging Sounds you. just like the guy on TV, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh man, He's bugging us out right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, so um, Lion Lionel was yeah Lionel was basically my voice, you know, um, except a little more dramatic. That's all. Mm-hmm. Now Jackal Man was another thing. I had to uh, come up with a you know a, a mutant sounding voice for Jackal Man. And I saw the picture of him, and he, and, and I, you know, jackals are kind of, they're like wolves. They're kind of wily and sneaky and nasty, you know. Mm. So I kept, I had that in mind for a jackal. And then I remembered um, a character from when I was a kid from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, mm. one of my favorite all-time shows. His name was Snidely Whiplash. He was <laughs> yeah. Whiplash. Remember him? The yeah. villain with the long black cape at the top <laughs> yeah. hat and that. The greased up mustache, you know, he would say, um, um, I'm going to put you in the railroad tracks now. You know? <laughs> so I combined, uh, I combined all of that, came up with, um, we will get the Thundercats, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, awesome. when you have all these actors in a room, is it just you guys bouncing ideas off of each other? Or like, you know, does, has, has anyone that you work with on this Thundercats uh, show, like, giving you ideas like, oh, he should sound this way, or have you given advice to anyone anyone else? While we were doing the show? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not not too often, because, you know, we were all professionals and all had our own thing, but we were we really became a, a close uh, close family, actually, uh, from after doing all the shows. You know, we did, did not only the same cast of people did, uh, did um, Thundercats, we did Silverhawks, mm-hmm. Tiger Sharks, and then we did some. Uh, we did a Saturday morning. We did a Saturday morning show, a two-hour show called um, um, the Comic Strip. Mm-hmm. That was with Karate Cat, Mini Monsters, uh, Street Frogs, and Tiger Sharks. Mm-hmm. And then after all of those, we did um, the same people did three or four animated holiday specials for Rankin Best. So, so it was a period of about five years that we were all working together steadily. We really got to know each other, and um, uh, but back to your question, yeah, the, the, we were all. Uh, it was a situation where you could suggest something to somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, like Bob McFadden might say, "Hey, Larry, don't you think it'd be cool if Lionel, you know, did this or you know something like that?" But most of the time, you just stuck to the script. Yeah, right. There was very little ad, no ad libbing, really. Mm-hmm. Stuck to the script, and uh, that was for the best because it was written so well, you know. Okay. Now, to record one half-hour show, how long is that recording? Like, how, how long does that take? Recording the voices, it, it would take, well, we did two shows a day. Mm. So that, you know, <laughs> that, that gives you a little bit of an idea. We would start at, I think, 9, work until noon or 12.30, and that would be one show. Mm. And have a lunch and then come back and do the other show. So I, I, two or three hours to do the voices for one show. Now, do you have a favorite episode that you've done? No, I don't really. I'm asked that a lot. I I, um, I kind of like, though, the early ones. There were a couple of episodes where 
Lionel was still a, a boy mm. uh, or a kitten. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I kind of like those because it, it uh, gave me the chance to, you know, um, show off a little bit, I guess, because <laughs> I, I had to, um, I had to be Lionel, but, but I had to talk like this, you know, like he was like 12 years old or something, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it was, it was more like, Thundercats! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you've been doing this for about thirty years or so, right? You've been the countless Excuse comic. Me? Okay, so you've been doing this for thirty years. You've been doing. Uh, uh, can you hear me? I, yeah, I'm doing think, actually. Saying, Stop <laughs> thirty years? No, I've I've been doing this. Yeah. I've been doing this for fifty. Damn. Fifty-three years. Jeez, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a lot. So I, I have a question. Does 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 it? dawn on you the fact that you're going to go down as one of the like most iconic voices. yeah like, like mel blanc and and peter cullen like that kind of stuff does that does that ever occur to you like do you ever like sit back and think like i really am the voice of lionel like this is <laughs> like does it because i guess because i grew up watching thundercat yeah. so to me like hearing your voice is just like uh, uh it's nostalgia yeah it's like shaking me but to you i don't know if this is just a thing that you did you know for a while and then now it's do you like does it in, well, right? I'm, I'm very, very proud of it, yeah. uh, of, the, of the show, you know, and, and very, I feel happy and fortunate that I was able, uh, that I was able to be a part, lucky enough to be a part of it. Uh, and the voices, the, the names you mentioned, Mel Blanc and, and people like that, it's, it's, it's incredible to be thought of as, as part of that group, you know, so I really, I'm really kind of humbled by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what I was going to say, okay, so you correct me on the time. So, all right, so 53 years, right? <laughs> yes. Get it right. Well, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Let me, I haven't done the math. I, I haven't done the math for a long time. I started in 1963. Oh, wow. Jesus. So I, think talking, I think 55 years we're talking about. 63 to, yeah, 55 years. Yeah, I was, because I'm 70 now and I was 15 when I started. Wow. Now, you've been to countless Comic Cons, you've had countless interviews. What question are you tired of hearing? <laughs> like god come on y'all can't think of nothing else like come on well i i don't want to say i'm tired of hearing anything but um uh, i will say that um i haven't been asked a, a new question probably in 25 years okay <laughs> so it's pretty much it's pretty much the same question i'll, ch- I'll challenge that time. i'll challenge that go now <laughs> from me hearing your voice and looking at your picture you look exactly like Lionel. And it's kind of <laughs> like, I, and I know it's your natural voice, which is kind of like messing with me because yeah. it's giving me, 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 it's giving me nostalgia. It is making well, that's me, great. Yeah, it's that's making me want to tear up, but I'm trying not to. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm asking me, I feel like you guys, you know, the with the likes of uh, Kevin Conroy, yep. you know, yeah. the, the voice of Batman, I feel like you guys yeah. are the last of the dinosaurs, meaning after... <laughs> Seriously, meaning after you guys, nobody's going to appreciate any more voice actors. Like, what do you say about that? Well, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Um, thank you for the compliment. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I'm, you know, you know, new people come along. And uh, remember that we, every one of us is nostalgic for things from when we were young. There's something about us humans that that we long for the days, the carefree days of our youth, you know. Uh, when you didn't have to worry about paying the rent, you didn't have to worry about definitely. But where the meal was going to come from and stuff like that. And you were a kid. And your job was to have fun. So you you remember so 
so happily the things that like like I remember Warner Brothers cartoon and Looney Tunes and Mel yeah, Blanc and Dawes Butler and people like that. And when I hear those voices or even think about them, I get that nostalgic feeling. And it's like when you hear a song from your senior year in high school, yeah. you know, you get. Oh, yeah, man. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it back to that place. But they're all they're always new stuff coming along, and like and like the kids have said, hey, you know, we'll we'll um, you know, we'll probably get nostalgic about um, oh, I don't know, Ren and Stimpy, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I know those are not on now, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, whatever's on now, that's what the kids will be nostalgic about uh, mm-hmm. thirty or fifty years from now. I always say nostalgia is not what it used to be. Yeah, it was, it's <laughs> not. It's not. Yeah, hundred percent. That's very true. <laughs> it's now, not. I want to know real quick, what's the craziest thing that's, that has happened at, at like a Comic-Con to you? Or like a crazed fan, like, oh my God, I can't believe. Uh, the, the, the what thing? What's what's the craziest thing that has happened at a at a Comic-Con? <laughs> oh, the craziest thing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's see. I, so I many. So crazy. many. <laughs> there, you know, there's some, every once in a while you get some uh, interesting questions people ask you. Thinking about. I can't think of anything crazy. I, I, I'll tell you the most... Um, the greatest moment I ever had, I think, at Comic-Con was in San Francisco. Mm. Um, it was the, the the day that they um, they played the, the first episode of, of the new, new Thundercats series, the remake. Oh, Cartoon mm. Network, yeah. yeah. And uh, they played it for this auditorium, you know, full of, I guess, a thousand people. I don't know. And uh, then we, had, we did a panel after that of us, some of the actors sitting on the stage and some of the writers. And while they were playing the, they played the episode first. And so we were all backstage mm. and couldn't really, I couldn't, we could see it or anything, but we could hear what was going on out there. And at one point we could hear um, me as Claudius, Lionel's father, mm-hmm. doing the, uh, you know, thunder, thunder, <laughs> thunder, thunder catch up. And roar went up from the crowd. And um, Dan, uh, I forget his last name, but. Dan, who was the head writer for the new show, mm. came over to me and he said, you know what they're doing? They're cheering because they recognize your voice and they're fans of the old show, you know? And, and so the, I thought that was cool, you know, that there that people remembered me there. And I thought it was very cool that they used me on that show and, and, and as a kind of an homage to the original cast and crew. Mm. Now, um, the reboot got canceled after maybe like one season. Um, yeah. Now it was because of declining toy sales, or, or maybe no toy sales. Does that happen often when it comes to cartoons? Yeah, unfortunately, that uh, especially today, that's the driving force behind it. I think mm. uh, uh, it may have been back when, when you know, in the original Thundercats. I don't know. That was my animated work. But um, uh, the same guy I was talking about, Dan, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his last name. Now he's no longer with Warner Brothers anyway. Mm. But um, he told me that the reason the show was canceled was that was not so much for the ratings because the ratings were very good. I watched Cartoon yeah, Network, I it too. but um, but the toy sales were not great, and unfortunately, that's that's kind of the the bottom line these days. Yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that happened to a few shows that I enjoyed. Yeah, shout out to uh, yeah. Young Justice. Young Justice. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you be up to another reboot? Sure. Why not? There's no heavy. It's easy. <laughs> what about live action? I know, I, I know the character, you know, but I don't 
You mean a live action movie? <laughs> well, your I mean, voice, voice, like you know how I'm sure oh you've seen the transform. Like you know they've done Transformers and they've done GI Joe. Oh, you know yeah. those are shows Simi. from around that era and that, that time. Oh yeah, so, sure. So sure. have they? I would, I would love to do it. Sure, I would. Of course, I would do it. Uh, if if I would first have to see the script and everything. And, yeah. And I would want to, you know. Again, I'm very cautious of, of where you loan the voice to the, the legacy. You yeah. know, if, if if they came out with something that was just totally different and was not even didn't even look like the old Thundercats, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't do be it. Part of it, yeah. But I, I otherwise, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do it. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Now you're still voice actor today because you do like uh, the Cocoa Puff Burr. You do uh, commercials for what is it? Skittles, I believe. Yeah, Skittles. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy on every commercial. I'm the guy at the at the end of every Skittles commercial that says, "Feel the rainbow, taste the rainbow." Oh. <laughs> Yo, I amazing! I, I looked it up. <laughs> That's been about uh, 15, 15 years, I guess. Jesus, man. Now and I still do. I still do Sunny the Cocoa Bird, for Cocoa Puff, the Cuckoo Bird, Cocoa Puffs. Crazy, uh, I've been him almost forty years. I've also wow. been the voice of Count Chocula for Jesus. close to forty years. I, I gotta, I gotta yeah. say, something. I gotta ask you something because <laughs> I wanted to move to Georgia just for that because I wanted to be near Cartoon Network. Uh, yeah. Yes, I wanted because I, I wanted to be, I wanted to do um, voice acting too because I was an artist at first, but at the same time, uh -huh. I thought it was a way to get into you know the mix of things. So, um, yeah. have you ever worked with um? You work with Cartoon Network, right? Well, yeah, for the reboot, for the yeah, probably at least. Yeah, well, I've done a, a lot of from. And then, uh, Robot Chicken too. Mm -hmm. And then I worked. I worked for most of the networks on you know over the years. Um, for VH1, I did. I was this narrator in a show called uh, Best Week Ever. I don't know if you ever saw. Oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the second week of January. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Best Week Ever. Oh, I did not know that, that was, was you. Me. I did not know that. You got to do your research, man. I do need to. Do, <laughs> I got to do, do my Googles. I apologize. Now, um, oh, man. being a, a a voice actor, right? And when you walk around town, and maybe you go look, go to like a Starbucks, you ever order something? People are like, yo, you sound a lot like <laughs> Lionel. A lot like this person. Believe it or not, yes, yeah. I I've had people say you sound just like Lionel. <laughs> or, you ever tell them like more? Yeah. More often, is somebody saying, "Are you?" Your voice sounds familiar. Do you know? Do you do commercials and things? <laughs> and I say, no, not me. No, not me. No, no. Ninja Turtles, right? No. <laughs> no, I tell them. I tell them. Um, yeah, every once in a while, somebody will say, yeah, you sound like Lionel from Thundercats. And I say, you know, people tell me that all the time. No, I would do that every chance I got. <laughs> Do you ever just order something in like a uh, like in like Sonny's voice or something just to mess with people? <laughs> I like a I like a large latte. <laughs> exactly. Who's the sugar? Awesome. Yeah. Or you gotta order a croissant with Lionel's voice. That'll be epic. <laughs>
Holy <laughs> shit. Best <laughs> <laughs> day of my life right now. It's literally now, probably the best day of my life. <laughs> now, um, my life. your kids are also in, in the uh, business as well. Is that something that, that they just looked up to you as, as, as they were growing up and said, I want to be like daddy? Well, my oldest daughter did, yeah, Carrie, Carrie Carrie Silver. Yeah. She's she's done. She's got a very good career going as an actress. And uh, my son Tanner, he was uh, dabbled in voiceover work, but now he's doing uh, he's doing a real real has a real job. <laughs> and, um, and he's going for his PhD. So, oh, wow. um, and my other daughter uh, didn't really have any interest in it. Um, Strangely enough, with my all three, like when they people ask me this a lot, when your kids were little, I'll bet it was great for them because you you could do all your voices for them, and they you know they thought it was neat. Mm. It it wasn't <laughs> that way, believe me. I remember reading a book to my one of my kids. I'd be reading a book at night, put one of my kids to bed, and, and maybe maybe it might be a witch in it or something, you know. And I would say, so the witch said, "I'm going to get you," and I'm going to <laughs> And my kids, every one of them would go, just Dad, just, just read the book. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> kids don't appreciate voices, the good What things. is that all about? Just read the book. <laughs> now, listen, guys, I can give you about five more minutes, and I have to go. My, my whole family, speaking of them, is here. Oh, no, mm-hmm. we're done. Now, do you think that you'll ever stop voice acting? Do you think that you'll just hang it up one day, just be like, you know what, I'm done. I've done all I can. I don't think so. I mean, um, I'm going to keep talking anyway. I might as well get paid for it. I respect that. I respect that. All right, well. No, I can't imagine. Like I said, it's, you know, it's not heavy lifting. It's not something that you can't physically do mm-hmm. as, a, as you get older, you know, unless I would lose my voice or something. Right. And it's still fun. So probably the, probably the, uh, the only thing that might make me cut back a little bit is the Getting to work and back, you know, I'm, I'm almost two hours from New York and mm. on a train, and uh, that's starting to get a little bit old to go in there. And you know, sometimes I'll go in for one audition. Mm. So I'll take two hours in on the train and then be at a studio for five minutes, and then get back on the train mm. for two hours. Yeah, but I'm not going to retire. Now, nah, why not? Why should I? Y'all got any more questions? That's good. I think I'm all I'm set. Good. Think y'all good? All right, I'm so. Yeah. Mr. Kenny, I just want to let you know that you are a legend. I don't care if anybody else tells you that today, tomorrow, or whenever. Yes, uh, you, you have shaped our you have shaped our childhoods for the for the for the better for the betterment. Yes. Um before you go, if we can just get the, the, the battle cry just one time. Oh God, there we go. One sure. Time. Oh yes. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh let's see. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I Lionel command it. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder! Thundercats! Oh! That's all I needed. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. <laughs> Kenny, you just, you just made my year. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Oh, that's, a, that's always nice to hear. Thank you so much, folks. I want to thank you for coming and talking to, uh, talking to us, and uh, you made my uh, year. This is probably the best thing that's going to happen to me all year. <laughs> Gonna... Well, it's it's early yet. It's only February. Uh, I'm, man, I'm, I'm my, pretty hey, certain. You made my year. <laughs> yeah, you made my year. <laughs> I don't know if I can make things that can top this. This has probably been the best thing I've done in my life. Well, I enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Domino, motherfucker, what's that?